Yeah. We're here. got to get it out for last week. Yeah. got it all pent up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that doesn't sound... That's, no, that's... Okay, you should probably... You might want to go back to the... Get a... Get like a inhaler for that or something, I think. No, I'm good. Okay, great. Uh, hello and welcome to the show... We're here. My laptop stopped working for a minute there, and I was like, oh, shit, chat died. But no, it's back. No, it's me who died instead. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Chad. Is that your name? Jeff and Chad here. Yeah. Um, ready to get it going. Uh, we're here to take your questions and hang out and generally do, you know, whatever. We got voicemails. We got chat. We yep. got live callers. We got it all here on the Giant Bombcast Aftermath. Hey, Jeff, should we change the name of the show? Uh, I don't know. I mean, what would you want to change it to? See, I don't know. I, I spent a little bit of time thinking about it. It's, uh, you know, it's got that heat of the Giant Bombcast brand. It does. Brand, yeah, that's a hot SEO right there. Which is that's great. like people searching for that show because it's the number one show in all shows. Mm-hmm. And then right there, below it, in the search results, Giant Bombcast Aftermath. It's just we never... We never say the name of the we show? We never say the name of the show. Yeah. And it doesn't really get across the point that it's like a call-in live fun show. Oh, okay. So you want something that says like Giant Bombcast uh, call-in call live, live fun show. show. Okay, yeah. What if we called it the Giant Bombcast live call-in fun show? The big live. Okay, I like live. big. I like live. I love live. Say it twice. Show. Why not? Mm, not so into the show part. <laughs> Everything up to that part made a ton of sense. Uh, but now uh, I'm out. I'm out. All right. Um, I don't know. I'm not opposed to it. Uh, but I don't know how that works in iTunes if we just change the name of a show on the fly, if it just changes or, or what, yeah, I don't how know. the fuck would, that works. It might break our entire website. It might, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't think it would break the website. But... Um, yeah, no, I don't know. The goal was always to have something. We should say, hey, it's it's giant bombcast, giant bombcast aftermath. Search for it on the iTunes. What's all the podcasts say? Hit the notification bell. Slam that bell, slam, buddy. Slam us with a five star right. slam, rating. Slam dunk the review zone by subscribing to the show. It's free. Write at least uh, three hundred words so they know your review is review is real. Yeah, three hundred words about uh, how fucking good this show is. And let me—I don't want to. It's very good. It's very good. I would give it six stars if I if could. Yeah, if they would let you. Why won't Steve Jobs let me rate my own show six stars? I've got some bad news for you. <laughs> What's that? We'll talk off air. Okay. We're here having a good time, doing our stuff. Popcorn, very big. You got some popcorn down That's there. Right. Both- alerting me to the fact that popcorn's in the building. Popcorn's in the building. Yeah. I didn't uh, bring a lunch or eat much of it. I had a half piece of toast this morning. I think we got in on the last pop because the lights yeah, were Yeah, the lights were off. When I was walking out there, I thought maybe you got the last of the popcorn <laughs> and didn't tell me that it was all gone and I was going to be so mad. Um, but I got it. I it's I So this popcorn I got out of the machine here that you have as well. It's very buttery, very salty, Mm -hmm. to the point where I don't like touching it with my hands because I'm typing on a computer. So you do the old drink method. Yeah, trying to drink this popcorn down. I'm not going to do it into the microphone because I have a class. I have a a class about it. You're the host. I can do anything I want. That's true. In the producer's spot, there are no rules. Right. The only rule is that there's no rules. Jan is over here constantly um, masturbating, and I think he should stop. (laughs) I was going to say he's on the deep web doing crypto shit. But mm-hmm. uh, 
He's also masturbating. Yeah. Um, and look, I just, you know, teach their own, I guess. Live and let live, I say. We're going to take your calls and your questions and your chats. Uh, there's a button at the top of the chat marked ask a question. You can enter that. Uh, you can p- click on that and type something in and you, that would ask a question. You can uh, hit us with a voicemail at 707 exit flu. That'll be more for next week. If you want right. to get hold of us right now, that's that's probably the least good way to do it. We're getting a lot of calls about our mortgage. Oh, good. Great. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's time to refi. It's ne- there's never in, been a better time. Lock in these low interest rates now. Do you think this is important? Uh, what does it say? It's a it's user's a manual user for a manual thing. Of... Yeah, I wouldn't. I, you know, we probably need a manual. You know, at some point, okay. you're going to need somebody to. I'll just write on this cup instead. Yeah, write on that cup. Oh, you got a popcorn thing right there you could write on too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also Discord. Instructions for reaching us via Discord live with your voice. Uh, if you want to call in, as it were, are available at the top of the chat window. Just under the uh, ask a question button and the space where you would type in things into chat. Like uh, this one that says the best Metallica album. I don't know what that's referring to, but what are you going to do? Um, let's see here. Far, uh, Farkas in the chat uh, says, can bagels be asks, can bagels be considered a sandwich? Just like a bagel. I mean, you, I think if you cut a bagel in half and put things in the middle of it, it's a sandwich for sure. What? Yeah. If you don't, it's not. Guess what sliced bread is? What is it? It's slices of a larger bread that you cut up and put stuff in between it. Okay. Same as a bagel. A bagel is like a loaf of bread. Exactly. Okay. I'll sign up for that. I uh, we uh, we've been buying mini bagels uh, at, at home. They are small, mm. miniature in size, mm-hmm. and you you pop those in the toaster. And then uh, my wife puts uh, like a munst like a munster cheese on them. Okay, and that's I I started doing that. That's pretty good. But uh, I've been using this white chocolate peanut butter. Whoa! Uh, and throwing that on there. I don't have a toaster. I we, have to broil shit in the oven. That's pretty good. I want to toast. Yeah. It's pretty good, but I fuck up my toast. I had a toaster oven, and then uh, my wife had a, a toaster, and so we got rid of the toaster oven because the toaster oven was fucked up. Yeah, those things can get gnar. But at the same time, a toaster oven, there's so much versatility there uh, in terms of the sizes of things you can toast and all that other stuff that it's, uh, that I, I, the part of me wants to go buy a new toaster oven. Also, sometimes you're, you're putting like, okay, also the oven in my place takes forever to preheat and maybe sucks. My wife says it sucks. I say it takes forever to preheat. I we might both be right. Yeah, you could both be right on that one. Yeah. Because uh, I, I think it, maybe it, it, it takes forever to preheat and then also lies about the temperature it's set to. Mm. Uh, That's important. Yeah. I, I've, as somebody who's watched all of Great British Baking Show now, uh-huh. I know how important it is to maintain that oven temperature just at what you want it. You don't want to open the oven early, let the heat out, because no, then you're not going to get the rise you were looking for. No, I need to get the rise. I need a rise. You should sit where Jan sits. Okay. All right. Yeah, he's got a lot of monitors over there that no one else can see. Um, Flash Flood twenty nine says, "What's the be- asks? What's the best popcorn topping that isn't butter?" Hmm. Uh, I like nutritional yeast a whole lot. It tastes kind of like cheese 
like Cheeto powder almost, mm. or like par, like halfway between a Parmesan and a Cheeto cheese dust. Yeah. What um, if we got like a Parmesan powder? What that's we, pretty good too. Yeah. There's a theater out here, the Balboa Theater, that has like a mini bar for your popcorn. They've got like 30 different things you can put on it, just all sorts of different flavors. Uh, their garlic Parmesan powder and their ranch par- powder. I do a little combo of those two. Ranch powder. Yeah, it it it's, it tastes a lot like like uh, ranch. Oh, weird. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have guessed. Um, yeah, I don't know. I uh, I think butter's pretty good. I think uh, I like a, a caramel corn. That's not really a topping, though. I guess you're not you're not really pouring caramel chocolate <laughs> yeah well you could i mean you know some people like what is it like they melt or they throw the like raisinets into yeah it. yeah yeah i mean that's good but i don't count that as a, i count that as a mix-in mm-hmm. you know yeah and uh, i like a kettle corn like a sweet kettle corn but that again that doesn't seem like a topping i mean i guess you could put sweet stuff on it you could just take i just like to get a big bottle of uh, high fructose corn syrup <laughs> And just dump it all, just basically dump as much of it in there as I can. Well, until... you're not using it for your beer anymore. So. No, exactly. I got it out of there, and now I just drink it direct. Finally, I can get all my uh, HFCS without getting wasted along the way. Because I got to drive. You know, I got a life to lead. Um, this is Flashfield29 does chime in here and says, I'm having popcorn. It says, having popcorn right now with Johnny's seasoning. Ew. So damn good. I don't know what that is. Tell me more about Johnny. Uh, it works at Gearbox now. Uh, so I think he's de facto a magician. Um, and that's, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Um, Garwalk says, every time I'm in the Atlanta airport, I walk past the Goldbergs, Bagels, and Deli. Okay, good to know. Um, Somebody's suggesting maple syrup on their popcorn. I don't. How are you going to eat that, man? Yeah, like, I, like I, you know, I'm over here. I mean, I guess you could just dump it down your stupid face the same way I'm but doing with this popcorn. Like all, You're right. It's, it's goopy. Like really it's slow, oopy, oopy, and goopy. all hit your face and just be ooped and glooped. I don't want to get ooped or glooped. Uh, not by you, not by anybody. Um, Jen's Moth says, try an air fryer. If, you, if those are the problems with your oven, you'd probably love it. Yeah, maybe. Enemy Mouse says, Tabasco salt. I don't, I don't need that. That's the Matt Rory special. He puts like extra hot, hot powder all over his popcorn and then yeah. complains about how hot it is. Yeah, he did it to himself. Oh, I guess Evo Japan is this weekend. G-Unit version one uh, asks, are there any games from Evo Japan this weekend that you're interested in watching? Not Dragon Ball. Not Dragon Ball, yeah. I don't actually know what they're... I mean, I assume they're playing the Street Fighter. Yeah. And probably Street. the Tekken. Yeah, probably. Yeah. There's a lot of good Japanese second players. Probably... A little bit of Guilty Gear in the mix. Hey, you follow the fighting games. Yeah. Uh, do, you, do you see people out there still playing Virtua Fighter in any form? Mm, the last time I saw a Virtua Fighter tournament was... I like assume that there's always, you know, there's definitely ago. a scene somewhere. I, yeah. but, you know, I'm just wondering if, if you in your travels personally have seen it. Not really. The, the thing I... Uh, I, I watched one Virtual Fighter tournament because it was at Unevo several years ago. And the commentators talking about it made it seem like the people, there's like four or five gods of Virtual Fighter who have 
not lost. They're like so above and beyond everyone else that yeah. it's not even fun because it's just like it's cool. kind of like how melee guys. Like, right, these guys are gonna get places one through four, and it's cool seeing them fight each other in finals. But yeah, uh, looks like <clears throat> we got Street Fighter Five, Tekken Seven, Guilty Gear Rev Two, and Cross Tag Battle uh, with a little KOF and Soul Calibur off screen. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it's it's not uh yeah i mean i you know i don't watch most fighting game tournaments but I, that doesn't sound like one i would catch no i i'd be interested to see the cross tag battle and the guilty gear probably yeah the cool um, the cool thing about evo japan uh which we saw lat the recently um is that there is a ton you know there's obviously a ton of japanese killers out there your daigos your yeah. taquitos etc but there's tons and tons of Japanese players who are incredibly good at their games, but just can't travel for it. Like right. Yeah. Work or money or, you know, there's a million different reasons why mm-hmm. people can't travel for fighting oh, games. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, bringing it there, you get to see a lot of really cool competition that you wouldn't otherwise see. That's fun. Um, Okay, apparently, uh, also from Jezmoth, did you hear that Bandai Namco left the U-Project file for Jump Force in the code for the game? People can now mod and edit the game with free reign. Oh, great. Just the, like, I guess the Unreal Permit, yeah, project file. Oh, man. There's going to be, there's already titties everywhere. Just a Goku, big old set of knockers. Goku with some chi-chis. Yeah. <laughs> and a, a knock. <laughs> just a... A nine-foot dick <laughs> just out there. You want to see my uh, final form? No. No, I do not. Uh, how you doing down there? You got a voicemail for me? You got uh, a, a VM? About, oh, oh. Uh, the LM live. Yep. Live. Yep. Hello, caller. <laughs> You're on the phone. Uh, where are you calling from and what's your name? Hi. Hey, what's up, Jeff? This is Al from Gig Harbor. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing fantastic, Al. What's on your mind? Well, uh, it has been snowing a ton here in Washington State the past two days. So I have been playing a lot of Apex Legends Mm -hmm. because I can't go outside. And I am having a mostly great time, but the frustration that I keep running into is playing with people, uh, being forced into teams or squads, rather. Um, Basically, you know, most of the time it's fine, but every so often I come into a game where I just feel like you're, you're getting kind of crappy teammates, whether they're going off and doing their own thing or just kind of ignoring you or whatever it is and uh (laughs) yeah have you had any experience in this uh i i know you've been playing a little bit um do you think there's a good solution like should they implement like a feedback system do you think i think yes uh like a a feedback system like a series of accommodations or something like that would make a ton of sense for it uh yeah thanks a lot for your call um of course yeah and I, I bet they get there with a lot of that stuff. You know, now that the game's out there, they can kind of keep building features around it, especially now that it seems to be successful. I'm sure that they probably have even more leeway to to build and build and build. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was something that, that seemed to, in a, in a game where like teamwork is, is really key and communication is really key. You kind of want to, you know, have that system. Um, yeah. How does Overwatch do it these days? Because I, I, I know they have a thing, but I'm, I'm not, 
I, too, too familiar with with how it works. I really like Overwatch's system, actually. So it's it's there's um, three categories you can commend somebody. It's uh, sportsmanship, leadership, good and, navigation, like, good clean teammate. vehicle. Uh, and you have like an overall level that levels up whenever you get any of those, and then the, your little wheel around the level will show like. You got 25% uh, good teammate and 50% good leadership. So you can kind of see like, oh, this person's like somebody who regularly calls shots. And like, I want to listen to them because their team has reinforced their behavior. And as a little added bonus, uh, so as that level goes up, um, A, you get experience. A little bit bit of experience just for commending people. Yeah. Uh, B, you get like once a month. I don't know how frequently it is, but it feels like about once a month. You get a... uh, Loot boxes equal to your commendation level. Oh, so I, I have a level three, you know, so I get three loot boxes every once in a while, and there's just like a little image of Roadhog giving a thumbs up, saying like, "Keep up the good work." You yeah. got a shit bag. Uh, Great. Which or, I think or is you, like, or you hide it really well. Yeah, yeah, which is enough sometimes. Sure. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and it's it's not like Dota, which needed a system where that's a game where you could actively grief your right partners, so like they needed a report system right away. I like. A game like this, it doesn't, there's not too many ways you can super grief your squad. Like, there's little things you can do. Well, like, if you just don't stick with them and immediately die and quit, like, it's not griefing per se, but it is like, you know, hey, yeah. we kind of got boned here. Yeah, but I like the idea of lifting the positives right. up. And then yes. you get, so, like, if I get a level three commendation, I'm more likely to play with other people who have a level three commendation. Yeah. Uh, that seems like something they could they could definitely get to over time uh, and and also like you know i think that they will probably think about experimenting well I, man I, this is i go so back and forth on this i and i'm surprised uh that that because it just i think it speaks to how well they've done their fucking squad and communication shit is like the first thing i thought the whole time was like man when they add solos then i'll probably play a whole lot more of it now i'm like i feel like this willing guinea pig in this weird social experiment for this uh, the system they built and it works really well and now i want to see like oh like can i work as a team with these people and never talk to them like did they build it out enough and yeah it's i there's there's something to that i just i i I now want to play in these squads uh with strangers like it was fun playing with uh you and and brad and Vinny yesterday yeah um but like it's it's fascinating to see like how well does that stuff work uh and and yeah i don't know it's kind of cool um hk ultra blizzard says as a, as a mr do fan can you explain why there was a port of mr do for the snes because uh, mr do is a fantastic game and more people should be allowed to play it so why not do mr do for the super nintendo i bet it was just a case of like hey we got the license for this or we can get it for cheap so let's just knock out an arcade port of this thing and and uh yeah i, I that's it's it's a mystery uh but also that's the version of the game that has the weird mr do mr du uh variant of the title screen in it um as a cheat code which is weird because it maybe means that that Mr. Do DU is not a bootleg the way that maybe people once thought, uh, like the versions that were emulated in MAME and stuff like that. I don't know. Um, I could talk about that for another hour, but but we're only going to spend forty five <laughs> minutes on it. Okay, Mr. <laughs> Do. Uh, 
let's see. Uh, uh, Ewan, Ewan Reese, is that an I or L? I don't know. Uh, Yuzo Koshiro has been playing clubs in recent years with DJ sets featuring various Streets of Rage tracks. Are there any other game soundtracks you guys think would work well in a nightclub setting? Hmm. Hmm. Third, third strike. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but if the third strike soundtrack came on in a alcohol serving nightclub environment, how likely would you be to start fighting someone? Oh, uh, like 85%. Yeah. That's probably, that's probably bad. That's probably not, not a good one. Uh, res. Ooh, yeah. You know, Tetris effect. Sure. Yeah. Uh, As a Mr. Do fan, fan, how do you plead? I plead awesome is how I fucking plead. Mr. Do's castle. I, you know, I, like, like, I like Mr. Do, but let's like fucking clarify here. Mr. Do's castle is a fucking tremendous game. The music is so good. The music is so good. Um... Apocalypse Down asks, plenty of things have speed. Could the Need for Speed series ever be about something other than cars? Uh, yeah, hedgehogs. Uh, I have it on good authority that the new Need for Speed is about a fast-moving hedgehog. Oh, I heard it was about a junkie. Uh, yeah. Uh, the fast-moving hedgehog is also addicted to methamphetamine. Jeff, how about a voicemail? How about a voicemail? Let's get one. Hey, Ben and Jeff. This is Ryan in Arizona. Sipping on my vape pen. Anyway, I'm calling to ask what you think. You say he was sipping on it? Mm -hmm. Not okay. Engine to make it amazing. Thanks. Love the show. Um, I coined that term. Thank you very much. So it is actually amazing. Uh, He asked, what does Bethesda have to do to make their next engine amazing we talked a little bit about like what do they need to get out there and do but we didn't even think about uh you know they've been on that that engine for a while now what if they're just out there like hey check it out we fucking overhauled it fuck fallout 76 it's dead check out this new shit i mean i i would hope that for the next couple of games here that they have announced that they would be making dramatic changes to the tech yeah uh and not just graphical, you know, because they're going to move to new platforms with both those games, presumably. And uh, it needs to work. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, like I, it, it just it needs to work as advertised. No game needs to be perfect. Right. I, I have a tolerance. Like, I can handle a couple totally. bugs. Sometimes they're fun and charming. Yes. In, in light doses. But, like, I was going to say, I can't think of another game. That's broken like that for me recently, but then Red Dead. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I, you know, I'm, I am not a tech, I'm not a programmer. I'm not a wizard. I'm not a wizard programmer. So I don't know what it takes to make it happen. Probably pretty hard. It seems like something they would have done by now if it was not hard. But just a cleaner playing game that acts the way you expect it to, well, that acts appropriate, look, properly. It does not break. I don't know. Yeah. Um, hmm. Let's see. <laughs> you got any other voicemails over there? Mm, I got something else. Oh, yeah? Jeff, I have a special guest on the line right now. Okay. 
Hello, caller, special caller. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hi. Hi, uh, Pat from Bear Cave. Hello, Pat from the Bear Cave. What's uh, how's the how is the the Bear Cave standing up to the force of the weather uh, in this tremendous season? Uh, well, bit. Sounds like it's not yeah. standing up a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Pat, we uh, got hey. some connection issues here. Oh, uh, It sounds like your microphone might be gating or your internet is gating. Okay. Uh, apologies. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, uh, here. When I sound like- Oh, I see the Discord thing flickering. I think this might be on Discord's end. Uh, Pat, I'm going to try giving you a call back. The fun thing is I started editing this podcast a little bit. Yeah. Taking out some like little silences and breaks. Here and yeah. There. How's that been working out? It's going good. Okay. Nobody's going to ever be the wiser except the live viewers. That's right. They're yes. never going to know that we. Let's try this again. Chopped out that pick a bit about whacking off. <laughs> oh, that's all I'm leaving in. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. Are you calling? Are you uh, trying again? Or I'm I... trying okay. again. All right. Hello, Pat. Hello. I hope it sounds better. It sounded a little, a little bit better there. Caller, go ahead. Hi, how's it going? It's going okay. How you doing? Eh, you know, times have been better. Sure. But, uh, you know, it's a day. Mm-hmm. So, um, talked about bagels earlier and it reminded me that last weekend I at diner with friends dinner. Someone was like, I want an omelet. We all just got breakfast. Uh, which I haven't done in a long time. Uh-huh. I don't stay out late every night of the uh yeah it's hard it's hard to get breakfast when you're working nights absolutely yeah well it's just also that i don't go out diner uh yeah what's your go-to getting breakfast not cut out a little bit is your question go to breakfast item that you order not at breakfast time it is. Okay. Gosh. Tremendous. Thank you, Pat. Sorry about the technical problem. Yeah. Um I will I, I like pan I like omelets and pancakes. I feel like whatever I like biscuits and gravy. Ooh. But not as a all the time thing because like you just feel it killing you. Yeah. I will never I if it's not, if it's dinner time. And I want breakfast for dinner. I almost never opt in for like the the starchies, the pancakes, the waffles. Yeah, that's like a, if I'm out at a diner late, though, yeah. I will I will get. So I've been known. I haven't done it in a long time, but I guarantee you that it's the opportunity is going to arise, and I'm going to do it again. No, you know what? That's not true. I did it recently, but it wasn't late at night. Uh, if I'm eating breakfast in a non-breakfast time setting. Like late night, or even just like a late late morning or like lunchtime type opportunity. Sometimes I will get, you know, an omelet, maybe a, just a little stack of pancakes on the side, something like that, and some mozzarella sticks. Just a little, you know, appetizer, just like a lunchtime, dinner time. It's the mozzarella. best of both worlds, yeah, really. Yeah, just living. I'm not going to say my best life, but living a life. I like. Um, I like uh, something spicy. Like if they've got an omelet with like some peppers in it mm. or something with chorizo, I feel like yeah. that's a good nighttime 
Like, I don't, I don't want that first thing in the morning. I don't want to wake up and get a bunch of spicy yeah. stuff in me. But yeah, that's kind of my go-to. Um, omelets. Omelets, honestly, I could eat an omelet any hour of any day. Right. Just it's... It's the best. I like simple omelets, generally speaking. Sometimes, yeah. yeah like, I think as, as much as I would get as, like, a chorizo, yeah. Like, the, the like meat variety is usually when I get into – because I'm, I'm a meat and cheese kind of person. Yeah. I don't want a lot of other stuff. Like, some people are like, we put olives and sour cream on top of an omelet. And I'm like, get that fucking shit out of here. I, uh, I had a real moment. I've been staunchly anti-olive my whole life. And Word. it's been a – point of contention in my family because my grandma uh it's a long story but she was famous for her olives she used to have a restaurant and like people would come literally from all over the world to eat her olives that's the thing that people can be famous like yeah it's a Ital- it's an italian thing okay i thought they just grow but like she like pr- prepared okay. them, prepared them well yes. yeah okay she like, wasn't like a, a good brine. she was not a good olive grower no per se. she like brined she them herself and then would put it okay i got it like goku um but and I I hated them. I hate all green olives, black olives. Hate them all. No olives. I ordered a like a combo pizza. You know, okay, kind of like yep. standard mm-hmm. onion, sausage, pepper. Yeah, olives. I said no olives, please! Exclamation mark. I threw them on there anyway, mm-hmm. and they were so buried by all the other toppings that I couldn't even easily pick them off. Oh man, I ate them. I couldn't even taste them. Yeah. Which makes me think they were actually good all this time. And now or, my dead or, grandma is like up in heaven or hell. I don't know where she went. Yeah. Looking up or down at me, mm-hmm. cursing at me in Italian like she would in real life. Yep. You could have been enjoying those olives all this time. I know. But also maybe olives on their own are fucking disgusting. Yeah. And it's only that they get buried by other stronger like flavors. other toppings on Because there, as like, someone who was bitten into an olive, like relatively, I think they're terrible. I think they're the worst. But yeah, if you could. But I also don't like onions. Yeah, I don't. And I don't uh, love but if, but if you bury an onion in a way that it no longer has the texture that it has, mm-hmm. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that said, I I got a bag of French onion sun chips recently. Ooh. They're disgusting. Oh, well, I mean, but also I don't like onions. Do you like? I only um, branched out because I just recently had a funyun. Yeah, and thought it was all right. Yeah, Funyuns after are good. a lifetime of really not liking Funyuns, um, a few weeks ago I came across a bag of Funyuns. You ever fuck with the, like little fried onion topping that you put on a green bean casserole yeah, or whatever? I don't, I'm not a fan. Yeah, okay. no, I'll just eat that shit out the can. Yeah, yeah, it's not really, it's not really for me. Um, Big Knife says. I have the best username on this website. Yeah. Uh, Big with two Gs also. Uh, I've seen a few arcades with MAME cabinets called Pandora's Box, which appears to be a pre-made MAME machine specifically for arcades with games already installed. Have you ever seen these? Why haven't publishers cracked down on this at all? Uh, They do sometimes, but it's, yeah, it's few and far between. And that stuff is just flooding out of China um, at an alarming rate. It's a lot of stuff where it's like, it's, it's like pre-made joysticks, like, you know, the, the X arcade style, like here's two joysticks built into a thing that just has HDMI coming out of it. And you hook it up to a TV and it's got this like built in multi-cart type interface. Like they're violating the main license there. There's like nine different ways that that thing is fucked up. Um, but they still exist. Uh, and, and yeah, I mean, there's no, 
you know, where where do they crack down? They can't stop the flood of them. I guess they would have to crack down at the ports and stop them from getting into the country or something like that, right? And and try and shut it down that yeah. way. Uh, because it's like you you can go after an individual arcade operator and be like, hey, you bought this thing, you're going to jail. You're just trying to run an anime store and it's, trying to have some video games in here, but guess what? You're going in the clink. It's like the thing a running an anime store. Yeah. Well, that gets you. The other thing gets you in jail. That gets you on death row. Um, it's like the thing where like bars aren't supposed to play music that they don't have the rights right, to play. Right, cabaret license. And, and you know, of. like, for a while, nobody was really enforcing that. And it was just kind of like, yeah, it's technically a law, yeah. but... And the the the, the pay-per-view, like the boxing yeah. and wrestling, stuff like that, where it'd be like, you know, they, hey, if you want a commercial license to run this pay-per-view, we'll sell you one for a lot of money based on how many people fit in the bar and all that other stuff. But people will just go like, oh, fuck it. We got... If we got a cable box here, we'll just order it for 40 bucks and then everybody can watch it. You can't do that. It's illegal. I mean, they do do it. People do do it. Shit, man. We went to that bar in San Antonio and watched the Royal Rumble on a... Yeah. Anyway, enough about that. Um, the Dex asks, how about coconut? It's the same texture as onion. Yeah, I don't like coconut. Uh, there's, I, I can drink a coconut water. Uh, I don't like mounds or almond joy. I don't want to come anywhere near that shit. Yeah, uh, candied coconut. I don't I think like is, raw coconut. Yeah, uh, I, I can I can tolerate it more than I used to. Like I used to be, I bite into it. I'm like, ha ha. Now I can just like fucking hold my mud and silently chew I hate it. Hate coconut go, water. Mm. Um, yeah. 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 Um. Apparently, this is a quote from the Activision earnings call. Uh, one Bobby Kodak saying that firing 800 people is, and this is the part in quotes, and you know we haven't verified this, but among the top five career difficult moments. Among. Could um, be number six. Among top five. Among. What are the other ones, Bobby? Killing Skylanders. He was a huge <laughs> fan. It's just rough. Uh, Rainer Shine says, "Is Krillin just anime Charlie Brown with way more baller friends?" I feel like Charlie Brown was the focus of that show, right? Yeah. I mean, it's an ensemble cast like a Dragon Ball, but also Charlie Brown never, Charlie Brown never kind of came through as a character. It was more of just like realizations that he would have others make around him. I yeah. feel like Charlie Brown was kind of a weak character. I guess so. Krillin has moments. Yeah, and I was tempted to say that, like, as the main character, it means that, you know, Goku is the Charlie Brown of Dragon Ball. Yeah. I mean, they're who's both... The, who's Lucy? I guess Lucy's idiots. Vegeta. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're friends, but, like, they're frenemies, yeah. to coin a term. I just made that up. It's pretty good. It's like friends that are also enemies. Oh. Yeah. I thought it was, like, a Five Night at Freddy's thing. No, that's a... That's... Yeah. That's a different thing. Got a voicemail? Sure do. Let's hear, Let's hear it indeed. Yo, Aftermath. What's up? It's Ripper from Miami. Uh, quick question for y'all. I'm eating a delicious bag of Zaps Voodoo New Orleans style kettle chips. Just wanted to know what's your favorite non-traditional chips. You know, no boring stuff like original or light salt. I'm talking about like salt and vinegar or all dressed or, you know, let's get creative up in here. All right, y'all. Thank you very much. Have a good one. Let's get creative up in here. You know? Sky's the limit. 
Yeah. Dishwater. <laughs> it's my favorite. I want to get creative up in here. Um, the feeling of waking up and realizing that you woke up two minutes before your alarm goes off. On chips? Yeah. Those sound like terrible chips. Because I do that most mornings. and I like it. It's like, oh, my internal clock, baby. I- uh, it's like, that's cool, but also it happens to me on the weekends. <laughs> oh, yeah, my internal clock, baby. <laughs> uh, I had some uh, mozzarella and marinara ruffles. Oh, yeah. That sounds good. They're okay. Yeah. I like, I don't know, I, I like pretty much all kinds of chips. Uh, I do like a salt and vinegar a whole lot. Um, I don't. I don't like. A, I don't do a. I try not to do a salt and vinegar. I don't really like a sour cream and onion. My mouth is literally watering thinking about vinegar and salt. I'm a big time I, vinegar. Head. I don't want anything to do with kimchi vinegar. pickles. Give it to me all. No, keep the all vinegar that shit. away from vinegar for like cleaning a toilet or mm, something. Scrub mm. scrubbing a toilet with vinegar. Yum. Got to polish I'll these look coins. That toilet up. All right. Uh, all dressed is okay, but I'm, I'm not like a ketchup chip guy. And that's one of the flavors that I think stands out. Do you like, uh, kettle chips? Yeah. What kind of consistency do you like most out of a chip? Um, sometimes I want them, I, you know, I want them thick and I want them hard. Not like a Pringle. I, but also I like Pringles, but also I eat like six Pringles at yeah, once the, to get that. Pringles is a different experience. Yeah. Um, like, I kind of don't like Lay's is what I'm getting at because they are too flimsy. Though Lay's has a limon flavor that I think is actually pretty decent. I like to bake Lay's more than I like a normal I love, Lay's. Yep, totally. Baked Lay's, no problem with them. They're very brittle, but they're tasty and the salt flavor really comes through a lot more. Yep. Maybe they're saltier. I don't know. Maybe there's like oh, way more sodium. Who knows? Might be it's a trade-off. Uh, baked Ruffles. I think baked Cheetos. Basically, the the baked range, I think, is is uh, is quite good. I like a bunch of generic ass tortilla chips, like a lot of the locally produced yeah. ones that are just like, here's this fucking clear bag with some sticker on. It. I don't know what brand they are. I don't know who knows. Um, yeah, we're lucky in that we have a lot of tortilla chip options outside yeah. of like, here's the tosti- Tostinos or what are they? Yeah, like I, I do not remember the last time I had Tostitos. Yeah. Uh, I like, you know, sometimes I just need some regular ass Doritos. I know it's not like super creative, but just like nacho cheese. It's a good sandwich chip. That's like a good. That is is 100% of the time I get it is I'm at a deli getting a sandwich. I'm getting a bag of chips. Let's get some fucking Doritos. Um, Oh, speaking of food, uh, a bit of a wraparound on this story that I told a couple weeks ago about the unnamed fast food organization. Oh, yeah. uh, That got at me after I said something about them on Twitter. Uh, and, and I took the advice of, of some folks here in the chat. I decided that's your show. I am, but your puppet. So I wrote so that. So we are not responsible for any actions that's that right. we take. This is not me. This is you. You did this to me. Uh, I responded and gave them my address. They sent me a gift card and a note, a couple of notes. One note was like, ah, oh, things happen. Here's a gift card to enjoy many more breakfasts. Uh, and then another note that said, if you talk about this on social media, use, make sure you use the hashtag FTC, you know, like, which I said was not going to talk about it on social media. Anyway, uh, did you enjoy many more meals with the gift card? It was a $10 gift card. <laughs> so no, 
you barely enjoyed one meal. It was as if I went back to the the location and said, you got my order wrong. <laughs> and they said, oh, shit. Well, here's a coupon for next time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Woo. Hey, do we want to talk about next week? Yeah. Let's, uh, let's lay it out. We got some uh, homework assignment for people to think about yeah. uh, for the next show. So we did this like uh, about a month ago. Yeah. Uh, we had a list. We built a list. That's right. Of the top 10 double jumps yes. in video games. Mm-hmm. Uh, that list can actually be found on Giant Bomb. Uh, if you go to my profile, my lists, I built it out. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, and we wanted to do the same thing. This time with another video game thing. thing. <laughs> yeah. Mini bosses. Mini bosses. Miniature boss. Not miniature bosses. bosses. Yeah, not normal bosses. Not small bosses. Not end bosses. Not necessarily large bosses either. Yeah. Their size is not important, Jeff. What is important is what? Uh, Let's see. What makes a mini boss? They don't end the level. Though sometimes they... Though sometimes they'll come back later. Yeah, if it's like maybe they're at the end of a level, but they're at the end of a bunch of levels. Yeah. Or like you uh, fight him in the middle of another level after you yeah. fight him at the end of one level. I think after we you powered you, up. Yeah, it, 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 Chad and I here have a pretty good idea of what makes a, a mini boss. But if you have different uh, interpretations of it, we would love to hear the arguments. We would. We're going to be taking uh, voicemails. Uh, if you want to call in and leave one, seven zero seven exit flu is the number. We'll also be taking live calls where you will be able to defend your choice. Yep. Um, and you know what? We're going to start out the list right here. Mm-hmm. Number one. Birdo. Birdo. From Super Mario Bros. 2. Yep. Uh, ends a level, but also comes back a bunch. That's right. So, so we, we figured that one qualifies. That's the, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Just uh, think about it. Mull it over. You got a week. Um, drop us a voicemail line or tune in live. Yeah. You know, you, you probably have more of a shot of getting your entry on the list if you uh, call in live and are able to defend it a little bit. Yep. But uh, I'll comb through the voicemails, pick out some interesting ones. Yeah. And uh, and we'll build that list. Uh, but right now, Birdo's at number one, and we'll see we'll see what happens after that. And if you need some uh, motivation, you go to go, go to giantbomb.com, and then we have a concept page for it that links to a, a ton of games. Yeah, yeah, you can kind of dig around there and see what you find. Um, you got any more voicemails over there? I got a, one uh, question from a Pete Fick here that says, "Does Goku have to do taxes?" I, think, I bet like a Bulma probably does Goku's taxes. Do you think Goku's a citizen? Well, I guess he has a driver's license. Yeah, I mean, so he has to. Have, but how do you prove you're born? Hmm, he's like an illegal alien, literally. Literally, yeah. That's uh, yeah. There's no birth certificate. Well, whatever. He was found like in a Superman esque. Yeah. Yeah, I guess they don't care where they came from as long as you put in the work. Like, like, like back in those days, you could probably just show up in an office and say, we had a baby. And they'll go, oh, shit. You should have had that in a hospital. We would have done all the paperwork already. And you'd be like, nope. And they go like, okay. Honestly, you know, I bet uh, I bet Hercules got some hookups that they could use to make sure that all... He seems like a guy who knows some people in the government who can like, yeah. you know, he seems, make he tax seems like, problems yeah. I was disappear. Gonna say, he seems like a guy that like knows a guy that does his taxes yeah. and makes sure that he is always getting money back. Yeah. And then Videl asks about it and he's like, oh, just don't, don't look at it. Don't, don't you never mind. You're pretty little. Don't complicit. Don't become complicit. Don't become complicit, brother. And then Videl says, I'm your daughter, not your brother. He's like, whatever, brother. <laughs> Got to make the towns. Uh, hey, folks. Um, this is James from Salt Lake City. 
And I have somebody who works in the news media in an editorial capacity, and one thing I like to look out for is words that are things I deem to be journalism words, such as royal or raucous, well, maybe not raucous, or things of that nature, words that you just don't see outside of news articles and tend to indicate when somebody, when a journalist is writing for other journalists. In the uh, games journalism field, or just in the games media field, what are some things? Stuff. Seems a little insular, you know. Stuff like is the phrase "fun factor" is that, you know, is that something that you guys look for, or, or any anything like that that you know could be sort of an insular thing and, and kind of exclusive to other parts of the audience. Thanks. You have a you know more experience in the field than I do. Uh, but like even, you know, going back mm-hmm. a while ago, I feel like terms like fun factor is very much in line with what he's talking about. Yeah. I, I mean, fun factor is a term that game pro used in, in the magazine. So it was something that they put out there forward facing and thought that that was something for like, you know, that would be good for kids to read. Um, and, you know, kind of caught on in a weird way. Like I, I feel like when, when you were talking about fun factor and deliberately using that term to me, it it comes across as very ironic. Yeah. Like, now, yeah, no, now, like if you were to talk about it same way, like the pro tip, uh, that's a game pro thing as well. Uh, they would use those, like photo captions and stuff like that. Pro tip, do this to do this. And now it's just a Twitter goof. Uh, usually about eating ass. Usually. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, you know, there's always the words that you just, you know, that kind of got burned out from overuse. Uh, you know, the, the talking about polish per se and, mm. and, and, and some tight of that. graphics yeah. or tight controls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, you know, the concept of something being a mixed bag, you know, mm. stuff that just like fans became, of the genre. Yeah, yeah, the fans of the genre stuff like that. That kind of just, but that's more cliche than an insular term, I guess. Like maybe I would think like um, whenever anyone refers to Nintendo as the big N <laughs> or Ninty, Ugh. Uh, which Ninty is a very British thing, but the big N I think kind of happened worldwide. Uh, that that is always one of the worst. Especially when people tried at the time were trying to apply it to like the big S or the house that Sonic built. Like, you know, like EGM, I think in particular, would come up with all these fucking terrible ways to reference, like taking up more characters than if you just fucking wrote Sega. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Jack Skellinghog maybe has a better term for it. The N-word. Yeah, maybe we should just call it that. Is that, that's not, no? Uh, somebody dropped one. Cognitive dissonance, I feel like, is a good one. That is a very, like, I don't know much, really anyone outside of games who know what that is or talk about Looter it. narrative dissonance, oh, yeah, uh, for that's, sure. That's, yeah. that's uh, what I was thinking of. Yeah, is the one that, yeah, that definitely. Um. But you know, like you know, that's that's fine. That's that those words mean something. Like that, you know, that's you bring that up specifically because you're talking about a specific thing. Uh, ideally, sometimes people that might be getting out of their depth bring it up in an attempt to sound like they are very much in their depth, and they get into some trouble. But yeah, 
I don't have a problem with ludonarrative narrative dissonance per se. It's just a matter of like making that mean something. Right. Or I mean, are there you know are there better uh, ways to say that? Are there other ways to say it that that can convey it to a wider audience? But at the same time, you know, you don't necessarily want to be writing down to your audience either. So I don't. I don't. There's nothing. Nothing wrong with it. Yes, the house that Fire Emblem built. Maybe we need to. Maybe that's we need to have a, a side uh, a side topic of coming up with new names for the hardware manufacturers. <laughs> um, and their platforms, the Triple X. How about that? I don't like it for the Xbox X because there's three X's in it. What about the State of the Union? Mm, for who? Because it's the triple X. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's the third Xbox. Triple X three State of the Union. Yeah. Think about it. All right. I love this plan. When we uh, we'll hopefully get a uh, Phil Spencer on the couch again. You can ask him that one for me. I'll uh, I'll I'll make a note. Okay. I'll make a note here. Yeah. Um. That's gonna do it here for the show. This time out. Next week we will talk about that mini bosses list. Yeah, so, I'm excited. So to, put uh, your put your mini boss thinking cap on. Hear what people have to say about that one. Yeah, and uh, we'll discuss it more next week. We'll see if anyone can beat Birdo. I doubt it. No one can beat Birdo. Yeah, Birdo's pretty good. I feel like I beat Birdo like a billion times. <laughs> Several times within that one game. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. We'll be back next week with more. Thanks for listening, everybody six-star review.